0: John Silver here, your host for the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in ten minutes or less. Super excited to tell you that today's show is being brought to you by the Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australian non-crossbred wire nine-plus briskets, and as always, they are handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for more than fifteen years, and every week they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use the Butcher Shop win, and they win often. You may not be a competitor, but you deserve the finer cuts. Great news, the Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock. And again, it's always handpicked just for you. Now, you might be saying, John, that sounds fantastic, but I'd really like to try something different. Will you give the butcher shop a call? See if maybe they got an oak steak. Maybe they got a camel steak. Maybe they got some rattlesnake. I don't know. Give them a call and see what kind of exotic stuff they have. Let's review. The best competition briskets, they got those. The best pork selection, hands down, got that. Giving you better overall options to cook at home, you know it's true. So give The Butcher Shop a call today, 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. You mentioned the Barbecue Central Show, and they're going to give you 10% off your entire order each and every time you call. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australia non-crossbred YWR 9 Plus briskets. Today, we're going to take a step back. This is episode 300, by the way, don't mind telling you, this is the very show that started my barbecue journey, I want to call it more on the compensated side. This is the show, listening to these strategies is what got me where I am today, not that I'm very far, but interesting show to me, an important show to me. Here we go, let's just jump right into this.
1: All right, my second guest tonight, a championship pitmaster for one of the most consistent and successful teams in the IPC, but is also in the business of barbecue, making some of the coolest hinges for the barrel and bullet-style smokers, as well as some great other products to make your barbecue and grilling life more efficient. Team is also qualified to cook this year's Jack Daniels World Championship Barbecue Cook-Off, and he is a trusted partner of the Barbecue Central Show. Let's go ahead and race to the hotline, and welcome back the pitmaster of unknown barbecue, Jason Whitcomb. Jay Hardy, man.
2: Good, Greg. How you doing?
1: Absolutely fabulous, Jason. Appreciate you making time for the show here this evening. And uh, I guess before we get into the uh, competition talk and some business stuff, I have to make mention because, you know, somebody who's trying to grow a brand like me and stretch out, get the legs out, increase the listenership, social media, a big part of that. And Unknown Barbecue has a bomb-ass social media presence, especially the Instagram and, you know, I don't know if I have ever seen a crappy looking rib picture that you guys have ever posted. So, from a social media tactic, Jason, do you guys employ something specifically to kind of keep you moving through that space? Or, or how do you pick and choose what goes up and what doesn't make the cut? Pardon the pun.
2: Uh, well, my brother's pretty much headed that off and, and took a big interest in getting that. Uh, basically, I started Instagram on the unknown barbecue was my brother got kicked off of Facebook. Kicked so off? Kicked off of Facebook? He, he got booted. He wasn't using his real name, so he's like, man, I'm going to focus on Instagram. So he went Instagram 100%, and uh, he he set his uh, his Dorsey is the one, my brother, and uh, his goal was to post one picture a day of barbecue that we do. And that seems to be the ticket. So it just blew up. Um, it, we, he started doing that every day, even when he didn't want to do it, he just made sure he got a picture stuck out there and it's always the stuff that we're cooking. And, uh, it, you could just see it start growing and growing and growing. And we we're kind of like, Hey man, it's pretty cool. And then you just started getting, you know, you had a thousand followers and it's not, this is crazy. And that's 10,000. That's all the way up to I think 23,000 followers wow. right now. And, with the pictures, everybody wants to see this those pictures, but now they're doing the videos yeah. and we've started messing around with that and it just kinda went crazy on that stuff. So that's I mean, that was that's kind of our method in getting the getting the thing rocking and rolling on that.
1: You know, once you get like so many followers and you're able to achieve, I think it's a, a thousand likes or more on a post, you start having brands approach you and start chipping you off some cake for that have you guys been approached to do any like promotion of stuff or sponsorship of stuff or not yet
2: not not yet i've talked to my brother about it and he said nothing's really you know instagram's messaging him and telling him hey you know this you know i think we put a couple of videos up over the weekend that has over thirty thousand views and and i think the majority of the likes that we're getting are over a thousand on any picture that we're posting so i mean they're they're pretty consistent um as far as the kickbacks and sponsors and stuff jumping, I haven't seen anything yet, but um, I don't think it's very far away.
1: Jason Wickham joining me here on the show. Team Unknown Barbecue, the, uh, the website unknownbbq.com slash shop if you want to go ahead and get some of those awesome products we're going to talk about here in just a second. Uh, Jason, I did my first rib contest this past weekend down in a place called Hartville, Ohio and the guy who won used an electric knife to cut his ribs, and I've seen many of the videos that you were just talking about when you guys are cutting ribs, you use an electric knife. Um, why electric knife versus like a brisket knife uh, knife or a slicing knife? In, in 362 days, I might be looking to go back down to Hartville to win the second annual Rib Fest, so I want to give myself the best shot at winning. Is that key?
2: Um, the electric knife, i we wait to the very last second to cut it. And I know exactly how long it takes me to cut with that electric knife. And sometimes you might get a bark that on your ribs or, or on your brisket that doesn't want to, you know, you could, I get more consistency cutting with electric knife and less damage to the meat than when I do a slicing knife. Sometimes your slicing knife works great. But if it catches just a piece of bark, you just happen to have a little harder spot on it for that, for that contest or the, the brisket has a little bit of a fat streak going through the fat cap. It, it'll kind of mess up your presentation. So electric knife is the quickest, most efficient way for what I've had to do. Um, so that's kind of our go-to when it comes to that.
1: Bottom line is it's the best cut each and every time.
2: I'm very consistent with it. Right. And Cuisinart is the black and gray knife. Thin blades. That's our go-to. We, I think, we got three of them in our trailer just in case something happens.
1: All right, I'm making uh, co- I'm making copious notes here so I can uh, win next year. That uh, I, I Definitely. did slice with a bri- I, I sliced with my slicing knife. I don't know if. I mean, everything sliced okay, so I think I probably got away with it. But I, you know, I, I never want to risk anything when it comes to. Now that uh, you know, Jason, us competitors <laughs> have to uh, you know do what everybody else is doing. Nevertheless. Segwaying into or staying in the competition realm here, Jason is Jack Daniels. Uh, you guys qualified for the Jack Daniels this year. Have you been down there before? or Is this first time?
2: Never, first
1: Never. time. All right, so we're
2: super stoked about it. How do you uh, A dream come true? How do, you,
1: how do you go about qualifying? What's the path to success here?
2: Um, if the people don't know about us, um, minimum twenty five teams, professional um, that. That, uh, makes you where it could be a qualifying contest for the Jack or the Royal. Um, and you got to win GC at that contest, cook all four meat categories. Um, and I don't remember what the year starts. I think it's October to October or something like that. So, um, it's not a calendar year. It's kind of wacky, but <clears throat> you can either win seven and get an automatic draw, um, or there's, I think, a handful of larger contests: the Houston Livestock Rodeo, the Royal, and some other things that you can win and get an automatic. We got lucky. You can you get a bung. Every Grand Championship you get for that year, you get a bung thrown into the into the bag uh, with your name on it, and they draw one from every state. Then they uh, they have one wild card that they pull at the end. Every year since 2000 not 2009 or 2010 we've qualified for it and we've just you know every time the jack and draw comes up everybody's on social media wanting to know who's there who's going to post it who's watching you know kind of keeping up with it and every year we've been like sitting there with our ears perked up like just waiting you know and we've had i think up to five bungs in one year this year was slow 2015 uh, End of the t- 2016, had a baby on the way. Uh, we didn't get to cook as many contests. We were really kind of in a slump, and uh, we went out to Venice down in Florida and uh, walked away with a, G- a GC there. So that was our one chance into the draw, and uh, the draw came up. We didn't. I really, um, I didn't even know the draw was going on that day until you know after lunch sometime. I'd seen some on social media. Normally, we're watching it, and everybody's like, hey, have you heard anything and all that? So it was like, this year, it was like, we're going to go the 180 degree out. We're not even going to pay attention to it. I'm not going to worry about <laughs> it, because everything else hasn't worked. And I'm out here working in the garage, and I get a text from uh, Rub Bagby saying congratulations. And, and I'm like, what? It's probably an hour after the draw had already taken place, and people had posted the list. And that's how, that that was our mojo right there. We didn't watch. We weren't paying attention, so... <laughs> That's how we got into the jack.
1: You know, Jason, there's a certain mystique that the jack carries with it, the draw, the location, the history. Do you feel that this event really deserves that special kind of reference, uh, reverence, or is it kind of just like any other, just a little bit more pop if you win it?
0: Hey, find out what Jason had to say. Link at to today's show notes is going to take you right there. How did this show change my life? I followed that Instagram strategy from the beginning. From that Instagram strategy, Greg actually reached out to me about a post that I had made. I wound up being on the Barbecue Central show. From there, Robin Lindars saw that. She reached out to me about creating some content, and things started to develop from there. My Instagram hasn't moved an inch, but by golly, I've met a lot of wonderful people, including all of you, and I couldn't be happier about it. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time on The Best Moments, I am your host, John Solberg.